two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. What the heck is going on here? First things first, Jeff. Welcome, Brussels. Thanks for coming out. Let me get you a round of applause here. Brussels, Belgium, Jeff. We got a nice listening from Brussels, Belgium. 102 listens this week from Brussels, Belgium. You gotta be kidding me. Yep. Out of nowhere, you know? You, you never would have seen it coming, if you would. They, they needed uh, 99 episodes to uh, to get the hit. Thank you, Belgium. Yeah, thank you, Belgium. Um, I, I don't even, like, what do they what do they speak in Belgium, you know? Uh, Belgian, I think. <laughs> Dutch? No, that's, Dutch. Uh, that's Holland. Are you sure, dude? I think they speak Dutch. Jer- you know what? You, you can offend our new listeners by not knowing their language. I'm a Wikipedian really quick, just so we're not offending anyone. Yeah, or German. We're about to lose 101 listeners, Eric. German. They might speak German. They may speak German. Let's see here. I don't have a I don't have a German accent, or I would be I'd do the whole show in German. Quick, quick side note, uh, when I put in what language on my phone on the Google, the first thing that pops up is, what language did Jesus speak? Uh, New York Jew, I think. Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah, sure. We all, we all know that. Yeah. A hundred dollars? Yeah, it was, it was uh, New York Jew. Yeah. It's Belgium. Belgium, Dutch, French, and German, Eric. According okay. to Google. 
Okay. So there's not a there's not just a Belgian language? No. So we're just completely wrong on that. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, wel- welcome Brussels. Yeah, welcome Brussels out of nowhere. Uh, wel- <laughs> wel- welcome to the Boom DDT podcast. Uh, I also have another uh, show announcement, Jeff. What's that? Uh, the Boom DDT podcast is now officially available to the worldwide masses on Spotify. Get the fuck out of here. Your favorite, yeah, your favorite stream music streaming app now is home to the Boom DDT podcast. You can find many other podcasts, but not quite as good as the Boom DDT podcast. Nope. No, nothing, a bunch of stupid shit, nothing you really need to listen to except this right here. This right here is where it's at. So, we'll see what that does. Uh, Considering it only took me like eight minutes to do that, no idea, you know, no idea why we haven't done that yet. I've had uh, listeners ask like, why aren't you guys on Spotify? I'm like, I don't know. You probably have to pay more money to get on Spotify. I don't know the logistics. I, I, don't, know. I, don't, I don't know how to do that shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> get on Spotify. What do I have to do? Send them a letter? Do I have to fill out any forms? Boom DDT letterhead? Yeah, do I need to download a form off their uh, their homepage? And f- fax it in or something? I don't know. I've never... No, it literally took me like five minutes. So, um... Yeah, if anybody out there has a, a dumbass podcast like this one and you're talking into microphones for no reason and you want to get on Spotify, I'm here to tell you it's easy. So don't hold yourself back, you know? Hell yeah, dude. So, 100, 100th episode, Jeff. This is 101. We're This is a new chapter. We are in a new chapter. We're about to be in another new chapter in a couple episodes with uh, our season three premiere. Oh, did you find out the exact date of that? I want to say it's uh, four weeks from now. I'll double check, but I think episode 105 will be our season premiere. Season three? Yeah. Season three of the Boom DDT. Okay, and that goes by, how are we doing that? that? That's our yearly anniversary? Yes. Okay. That'll be the start of our third year, third season. Okay, because it, that's a subjective thing, because I was watching uh, um, House... Have you ever seen House Hunters? Was it House of Cards? No, House Hunters. Oh, House Hunters. I'm sorry you cut out. I thought you were talking about the... Uh, What's-his-face. No, I have not seen he's, House of Hunters. No, he's, he's canceled, sis. Isn't he? Wasn't that one of the guys that got canceled? Yeah. Okay, he's canceled, sis. No, yeah. uh, this one, uh, this is a fucking terrible show. I do not recommend this to anybody, but it was on in the background as we were doing something. Uh, if you've ever, you know, looked into real estate, it's somewhat interesting, I guess, but it's just another dumbass fast food show where it shows people, like, looking for houses or whatever. Looking to flip? No, not looking to flip. That was very popular at one point on HGTV. It sure was. Uh, this is just looking around. Um, damn, I can't remember at all where the story was going. Where did it start? House Hunters. I know, but what were we talking about before House Hunters? Uh, Belgium. Oh, <laughs> no, I did not. I did not just do this. What was? What were we talking about? 
We were talking about season three. Oh, yep, yep. So, uh, it's subjective how people do their seasons, because I swear to God, dude, I was like, we're like, alright, we gotta turn this shit off, and we, like, hit the back button or whatever, it takes us to the page of Hulu where it, like, shows you the episodes and seasons, and it was, yeah. like, it was, like, season 256, episode 8 or something, and I was like, What? And I didn't, I didn't care enough to do the backs, like to look through and see how that's even possible. But it's been on for over two and a half <laughs> centuries, Eric. That's clear. Yeah. Yeah. Been house hunting since the 1850s. They have. So season three is upon us, motherfuckers. It's it's close. It's not on us. Okay. It's it's, a, it's on the horizon. Hell yeah! So what's been what's going on? Well, Eric, I've been having uh, AC wars. Oh, God. So my AC has been trolling me. Uh, it's been a hot August, and September has been just as hot so far. We've had nothing but 90-degree weathers. I think that's like 40 you Celsius cats for our Brussels listeners. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll have to start saying everything metric, uh, Celsius... It's a whole different ball game now. Yeah. Just completely pandered to the belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, so, uh, it's been hot as shit here. My, I, I leave my AC on constantly because I got the kitty cat and I don't want her overheating while I'm at work for eight and a half hours a day. And over the last couple of weeks, it's just when I get home, I'm like, oh, it's kind of hot in here for the AC being running. And I've been looking at the AC and, like, it's just blowing hot air most of the time. So yesterday I wake up and I'm fucking furious because it's hot. It's 99 degrees out. And I'm getting nothing but hot man breath from the AC. No. I, I call the landlord and, obviously, it's Labor Day weekend. The landlord's not in the office. Oh, yeah. They he's he's out, he's out the, barbecuing and fucking on his stupid boat, you know. Yeah. With his yeah. stupid ass family not taking care of the AC. Yeah. So there's like emergency maintenance contact number. And yesterday I just shied away from it for some stupid reason. But I was furious like all day. Then like last night I was farting around with it and it would like blow some cold air out again. I'm like, okay, this isn't terrible. I'm getting some cold air. Today I get hot hot breath when I wake up again, and now some cold air. So I don't know whether to ruin someone's Sunday by calling the emergency maintenance number and getting them to fix this shit. Is this livable right now? But at uh, the same time, yeah, I need this AC fixed. But here's the kicker: today it's high at 99. 45 Celsius-ish. Jesus. Tomorrow it's a high of 97. Take a guess at what the high on Tuesday is going to be here. Uh, 102. If this was Price is Right, you'd be, you'd be here in the loser game search sound. The high <laughs> on Tuesday, the high, is 37 degrees Fahrenheit. In Celsius, that would be about 5 degrees. 4 degrees Celsius. How the fuck is that possible? Denver, baby. We're gonna have a random winter storm roll through here. 
high at 37, low at 20, and we got a snowflake icon. And then she's going to pop back up in the 80s right after that. That climate change is a bitch, Jeff. So, (laughs) either I call today, ruin someone's weekend, right in the middle of their, like, Sunday is the middle of Labor Day weekend. I don't care what anyone says. This is the middle of it. This is the heart of it. Yeah. I got someone out here on a Sunday afternoon with their ass crack bent over looking at my air conditioning. Or I wait till Tuesday for someone to come in and be like, oh, it's blowing cold air, and it's fucking freezing outside, and I'm about to turn the heat on. Yeah. I don't know. Did So, like, it runs, like, you have it set at a certain temperature, and obviously it, it can't get there because it's not putting out cold air. All Correct. Right. So it just, it out it, cold air for, like, five minutes, and then hot air for three hours, four hours. And it's just, like, so it runs, right now it's running constantly. Yeah, I've tried giving it a couple breaks, and that helps a little bit, but then it just goes back to the hot man breath. Yeah, it could be a couple different things. I'm not real, because you have one of those, like, uh, uh, hotel units, right? Yeah, I got a window unit. Yeah. See, I don't have, I don't know too much about those. I don't know, like, if you, it might just need refrigerant. You know, it could be something yeah. easy. If I compare it to when my car ran out of AC, it's as if it just needs a thing of free out. Yeah. Like, I want to bring out a, a bucket of food and pour that shit all over. Just douse it on yep. the outside of the air conditioning and see what happens. Yeah, apparently, or unfortunately, you can't buy that shit. You have to be licensed. <laughs> right. So, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'd probably, I'd probably call because... If you call today, they probably won't show up till tomorrow. Yeah. So then at least and you can get it I fixed. I left voicemail yesterday at the office, but like you said, they're, they're out partying on their yacht. Yeah. Hiking in the mountains. Pontoons. Running a boat through the mountains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, that's... that. No, I'd probably call them, but yeah, I don't know. I see what you're saying. If you're going to be nice, maybe not, but I'd probably call them. Fuck it. That's been my concern lately. I'm more concerned for my kitty cat while I'm gone than myself, because I can go to work and stand in AC during the hottest part of the day, but she's stuck in this thing. Yeah. Well, there the, she'll probably survive. Oh, yeah. She'll but, yeah, I'll, I'll give him a call today. In other news, listener of the podcast, and uh, my personal favorite listener, Jim Crook, my father, my papa. <laughs> He turned seventy this week. Oh wow! Let's, let's give let's give Jim a round of applause. Yep. Big seven zero. Yep, this is for you, Jim. Uh, big big congratulations on the big seven zero. Happy birthday, brother! And and uh, still no gray hair. I'm gonna add. Still no gray hair. Which is astonishing because I got gray hairs when I was like twenty four. <laughs> so. And so good for him. Those are some strong genes, Jeff. My strong God, Polish genes. No one else. Does anybody else have grays yet? I could see Chris being the one that gets the grays. I don't know. My his hair is too light red to really tell. He's got that blonde red hair. The strawberry. Yeah. He. I. I could. If anybody's gonna get him, it's gonna be him. 
Jerry shit ain't gonna be me. I, 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 I'm my father's son, so I got his hair qual his hair color. Yeah, and he's probably like he's he never even balded either, did he? No. What a king. <laughs> what a king. Black hair, no baldness. No grace. No salt. No salt with that peppa. But Eric, we had a hell of a week in wrestling too. Yes, we did. This is a wrestling podcast. This is a wrestling podcast. We need to uh, appease the Belgians. Yeah, I don't want to get those Americans. Yeah, there's a, there's some Americans. It's just uh, you know we did a really good week overseas. Really good European week. Maybe they're just big Scorpion King fans. They could be. Where where do you think the Scorpion King was said? Was that just a fictional? Uh, where I'm trying to think of the name. Let's start with the G. The name of the country? Like where the setting? Where where was Scorpion King at? Fictitiously, I think they just called it in Arabia. No, they said like Gomorrah. Is that is that right? Oh, I don't know. Our, our podcast friend Wolf would probably have to help us out with that one. Okay. Uh, so I can't recall. I know they say it at the top when they're doing a little narration, like get you caught up to speed on the backstory of the Scorpion King. But what is Gomorrah? Is that a religious thing? Where have I heard that before? I have no idea, Eric. It sounds like you're making it up. No, it's not made up. Oh yeah, no, you're not. But you're wrong, sounds, brother. It sounds made up. I'm pretty sure. We might have to. We could call Bork randomly and we see could. If he, and see if he remembers. Um, let's talk some wrestling first, though. Yeah, we'll get back to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a little tease for later. Find out where the Scorpion King was fictionally set later. <laughs> um. So yeah, we got uh, Payback is the first thing I guess. Did you watch Payback? Oh yeah, I was I was pumped for Payback last Sunday when I got home from work, and it didn't quite live up to the hype. It was a good pay per view. It was just a classic, not a big pay per view. Oh yeah. But I mean, there were great parts at the same time. I tried to take a picture. Jeff was just pouring coffee into a WWE souvenir cup. You drink coffee out of that a lot, or is that cold? No, that's hot. I'm, thinking, I'm putting this in the fridge for iced coffee purposes. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I did not get a chance to watch uh, all the payback. I watched the main event, obviously. And then I watched uh, a couple things here and there. But what what besides the main event was noteworthy? I would say... Well, I mean, obviously, the Sasha Bailey, that that's that came to a head. Eric was right once again. Oh, tell us, tell us about it. So, I'm trying to find my fucking notes. Can you hear me filibustering? Here we go. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, we were both wrong. I'm getting, I'm getting SummerSlam and Payback confused. They're a week apart and... I have my results confused. This was the Women's Tag Team Championship. And me and Eric, oh. we thought Sasha and Bailey they weren't going to lose to a couple of scrubs like Nia and Shayna Baszler. Yeah. And Eric, Shayna Baszler, 
used Sasha Banks as a bar to tap Bailey out with. Yes. And it they, was a double submission. It was insane. Yeah, they really sold it too. Uh, Cor- Corey and Michael had. N- I mean, they'd never seen anything like it. They loved it, didn't they? Oh yeah, they, I'm just saying they had never seen anything like it. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was weird. But and then what happened on SmackDown? I guess we can kind of see why. But uh, I thought it was a little. It was, this story's in this weird place, so let's go ahead and talk about what happened on Smack. Let's cover Sasha and Bailey because that's one of the good one of the good things that needs to be covered here. So on on SmackDown, uh, Bailey after let's see what happened. Did they have a rematch? Yes. Yeah, so they lost the titles at at Payback, and then on SmackDown they have the rematch against Nia and Shayna, and shit is a good match. Yeah, it's great. it's great to watch. Uh, you, it was going in both directions. You, you thought, okay, maybe Bailey is gonna, maybe Bailey and Sasha are gonna win this. Like everyone had a had a point of dominance in the match. All four <laughs> women had a point of dominance. I like that. Not just a spot where they do their special moves, but a point of dominance. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Take it over for at least a couple of minutes. Um. But this one, so since Nia uh, didn't do much at Payback, so it seems, and she's still taking credit, like she's being cocky and everything, she's like, we won the titles because you followed my lead, Shayna, even though Shayna's the one that made him double submit. Uh, So Nia... you know, she, even though she had all that going for her, she didn't do shit. In this one, she pinned both Sasha and Bailey after a flying crossbody from the middle rope when Shayna was on the outside helpless. So even though this is like an odd couple type of tag team, they don't like each other, but they can both dominate over both women at the same time. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I tell, I tell that terribly. Yeah, no, it makes sense. We've seen this before. Have we? I, I mean, think this so. is dominant. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. They've always they've done the, the odd man tag is popular. I mean, they've done it. They did the Daniel Bryan Kane one. Yeah, but I guess this is a little different. I don't know. But yeah, she she pins both of them, and then uh, Bailey does the you know the Bailey you know does the complete freak out and. And fucks up uh, Sasha Banks complete, you know, I wouldn't, it's not a heel turn because they were already heels, but she turns against Sasha, so we finally get the full, uh, you know, it finally comes to a head. We've been rooting for this for a hundred episodes, Eric. (laughs) Yeah, and oddly, like, I had the strangest feeling of like, like when it happened, I'm like, no, I should have waited longer. Which doesn't yeah. make it, which doesn't make any sense, but well, it's like I mean, absolutely no one was expecting it. So the match happened, and then they go to commercial. Like Sasha had gotten her knee worked all match by both Shayna and Nia. Specifically, I can't remember if it's the right or left knee, but a particular knee was just being bullied. Yeah, and Sasha was doing a fantastic job of being the rag doll in this match again. 
I, I forgot why I love Sasha, and she can sell like no one's business. Yeah, she's one of she's great to watch. I love the move. This is off topic, but I love the move she does where she is on the outside of the ropes, but standing on the ring edge, you know, the apron. Yeah. And she does like two hands on the top rope, like it's going to be a springboard move, but she just does a big ass handstand. And, you know what I mean? Like, jumps up, handstand, and then twists. So she comes into the ring and then double knees all the way down. You know yes. what I'm talking about? That's a sick. Uh, a springboard knee type of thing. I've said without a springboard. Yeah, she never she lets go. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's a sick move. I love that. Yeah. yeah she, she, knows, she uses her knees very well. And this one, she was going for a knee to the face. With the uh, turnbuckle in the background while she was on mm. the apron to uh, Shayna. Shayna ducked out of the way, and god damn it, I felt for Sasha because she just went shin first straight in the turnbuckle, and it looked like it was about six inches closer than she expected, like that. That impact felt real, real. Yeah, that was the, the beginning of the knee issue. That was, yeah. the, that was the beginning of the that whole angle of. Her getting the knee worked. And she sold it greatly. She did. But but yeah, so, uh, getting back to the original point, I'm changing a lot today. Uh, that happened, and then, you know, she's being checked on by medical personnel, and we come back from commercial, and she's, like, just shooing off medical personnel. She's like, don't touch it, don't touch it. And Bailey's just, like, trying to help ease her out of the ring. She rolls onto the outside, and just sitting on the apron. And all of a sudden, Bader just gives her a fucking kick to the dome. Yeah. And it's on, like Donkey Kong, baby. Yeah. She they, goes ape wild on Sasha Banks. They did all the spots. They did the classic chair clap. The the chair spot where it's like you put their head in the chair and then you smash the legs so it smashes their head, apparently, you know. I, I actually watched that one. Normally I cover my eyes, but... <laughs> Erica, are they normally that bad? Because Bailey really heavy-footed on the non-chair foot. Yeah, they ne- they're never really good. That one was especially bad, though. I didn't like that at all. I was going to say, I haven't seen... If, if they're all that bad, then I can watch more of them. But no, that one realistic than that, then no thank you. Yeah, no, th- that one wasn't so good. I'm trying to think, like, who, who were they doing great ones with? It definitely involved Kane, and it was since 2016. Do you remember this? Kane since 2016. Yeah, like they kept, there was a, a small Kane feud and he kept getting his arm or something fucked up. It was probably Corbin. Was there a Corbin Kane thing ever? Oh, I remember people working Kane's arm. I can't, I can't remember who was working Kane's arm. That'd be somewhere in the wrestling binder, but. That's Lord in the, where. that's in the archives. It's sealed. Uh, but yeah, so I remember his arm being in a sling though and being worked on. Yeah. So anyway, I I thought like it was the most wrestling fan thing ever. It's like it finally happens. Like Bailey turns on Sasha, which is how I wanted it to be. Like I want Bailey to be the bad guy. I think that makes sense. And uh, it finally happens, and I'm like, nah, they should have waited longer. Which is the opposite of what we've been saying for like a year. But it's like you've taken it so far. I think the logic to that, it's probably still just being a wrestling fan asshole. 
But I think the logic to that thought is, like, you've taken it this far, like, maybe this should be a Mania match. You know what I mean? And, like, you just keep planting these seeds until it explodes. But I guess they could still take it till Mania. I don't know. Uh, That's a long time. I, I, I see what you're saying. I didn't want him to take it that far, Eric, because that would be absolutely ridiculous. That's over half a year from now. What's the next big one? Survivor Series. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a Survivor Series guy. Neither am I. I think they but, need. Uh, I think it's not the big. I, I don't know, man. To me, it's the big three. They they often called it a big four, and then and then tried to call it a big five when they added Money in the Bank. It used to be a big four when Survivor Series is actually cool. For sure, and that's that's uh, that's me being a. Not being a fan of like not living in the the 80s and ni- early 90s wrestling because I know back then it was a huge deal. Yeah. So I'm not telling you it's not ever been a big deal, but I think in 2020 it's for me at least it's Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. Yeah, some with some actual consequences. <laughs> yeah. Not just Raw versus SmackDown or WWE versus NXT or something like that, you know. It's just kind of a hard spot to put the writers in. Like, it has to be something like that. Yeah, it's got to be team-oriented. <clears throat> yeah, it's just... And you just, like, you're going to do the same shit. I mean, hopefully they do something different. When is that? Like, November? Yeah. Usually November? Typically on your birthday. <sighs> or around your birthday. Or nice. November 16th. Nice. So, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully they do something different, but... Yeah, you're right. Maybe it'll be a Survivor Series thing, or I don't know. We'll see, man. Who knows? I mean, they can't really. She she whooped on her good enough to where like they can't go back, right? Like they can't make up. Hell no. No, so, she threw a fucking t- like she she was throwing her into the steps. She was smashing her head off the announce table. She was uh, working that knee. Uh, did the <laughs> chair spot. Yeah. Was the chair spot to the knee or to the neck? I can't remember. I think the, it's to the neck. To the neck. She went off the second rope and stomped the chair to make the, you know, make it collapse into her face. Or neck, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, there's no turning back. But, I mean, I'm glad it happened. I wish it happened to Payback. Or I wish it happened at SummerSlam. Yeah. And how, so how, but how far out do you go? Like, you just... You already have a match at Clash of Champions, or do you wait, or you have that match, and then you have more matches, probably? I think, yeah, this this is the start of a feud. Yeah. I mean, Charlotte's not around, Becky's not around, these these are the women that run the show. Yeah. By far. Oh, yeah. No one's even close to them. No, but it's good. I think it'll be, I think this will be better for them. But Sasha's, I mean, but it is still going to be hard because Sasha's not a uh, natural good guy. But maybe in this role it'll be easier because she has something to be mad about. It's obvious. There's an obvious story here. Yeah, it's more empathetic. And you can even tell Cole and Corey were trying to pull that angle once the injury started. Like they're doing the classic, let's be a sports announcer and there's a serious injury going on on the (laughs) field right now, you know. I love that move. I love that move where they where they go to the somber voice. Yeah, that's good stuff. It's 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 fake as hell. Yeah, yeah. The announcement, like I said, the we've been ragging on the WWE announcing. Where has uh did I was I tripping or was Samoa Joe not on Raw? 
He was. He was announcing? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, he was. <clears throat> okay. It's always, That could be true. I just... It's always a little... It's always a little hectic when I'm watching Raw, so... That could oh, be yeah. true. That could be true. So yeah, that's Sasha and Bailey. We'll see where that goes, but I, I thought that was one of the... One of the things from Payback and one of the things from the week that we definitely had to discuss. Because uh, she still... Let's see. Bailey still has the SmackDown title. Yeah, there's only one title between the two of them as opposed to... Three. three and a half four. Which is good. That's what you want for a feud. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, what else? Anything else from Payback besides Roman? I was a big fan of Keith Lee versus Orton. I thought the match was fantastic. Agreed. Keith and Lee, Keith Lee with sick. the upset victory over the, the Viper. Yeah, and I didn't get to watch this, but I heard he lost clean, right? Yeah. That's, no funny business. That's surprising. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's its that time in Orton's career, I guess. He's at a weird point in his career where he could be either. Like, he could be a legitimate champion still, or he could be putting guys over. I think he, he might be the one to take down D-Mac. I hope not, but I think i think he might be. Who, Orton or Keith Lee? Uh, no, or, uh, Orton. Yeah. It's got to go... Face heel, face. It can't go face face. Yeah, I could see that. I like uh, Keith Lee in the ring is a lot of fun. I'm not a fan of his promo yet, but I don't know if that's gonna grow on me or not. I don't like uh, whatever the voice he does. You know what I'm talking about? I kind of like it. It reminds me of Dusty Rhodes. Really? Yeah. I mean, that that's a vibe I get. It's 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 slow and kind of drawly. But at the same time, he's not leaning on the ropes like Triple H. It's it's slow, but you're hanging on his every word. But it's also kind of like nose in the air, like it's kind of highfalutin. Have you noticed that? <laughs> he, he, he can say that. I think it's more of a narrator type. He's telling a story here. Yeah, I talk like this. I'm Keith Lee, and <laughs> I will tell it to you like this. And I don't know. It's It's weird to me. I don't know if he's always been doing that or... It's just weird coming from a guy that looks like him. It's like, you're, you're fucking huge, dude. Just spit in the guy's face and call him a pussy or something. I mean, in-ring, <laughs> we can both agree that in-ring, he's fantastic. Oh my god, yeah. He, he is a he is a hoss for sure. That's a big boy. And He, he does a uh, Braun Strowman-esque uh, football player-esque open field tackle. A shoulder, yeah, yeah. And Eric, he does it better than Braun. I yeah. didn't think it was possible, but he came around the bend and hit Orton with one this week on Raw, and Orton just ragdolled. Yeah. He just launched yeah. about six feet in the air like a puppet. <laughs> it does have a lot to do with who he's working with, because some people are like... So, Keith Lee had a match on this this Raw. It was... Uh, or was he part of the Fatal 4-Way? It was a uh, triple threat. It was a tournament, yeah, and he won his first round match against Dolph Ziggler to be in the final later that night for the number one contendership, which was a triple threat. Yeah, and that turns out to be Keith Lee, <laughs> Seth Rollins, and uh, Baron Corbin, or who am I missing? Orton. 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 Orton Lee and Rollins. Yep. Yeah. So uh, that finish I thought was kind of cool. 
if I'm remembering it right. Uh, but anyway, that match. Yeah, didn't they? Yeah, that finish was cool. Yep, I remember it now. But anyway, uh, Keith Lee hits that that huge power bomb. He calls it like a uh, a spirit bomb. Is that what he calls it? Yeah, it's like a pop-up last ride. It's a yeah. mixture of KO and Taker specials. And a sit-down. And a sit-down, yeah. So he, it's, it's, so it's like a pop-up powerbomb, then he lifts him up like the last ride, and then he sits down. It's unbelievably powerful. It's huge. And uh, Seth Rollins sold the shit out of that. I don't know if you noticed that. But he, oh, yeah, he did. He like, hit the mat and then went pencil, you know. Stiff as a board and did like a flip. Like I, I didn't even know how he did that. I don't know how he sold it that well, but it was an explosive sell by Seth Rollins. It was magical. Yep. And then Orton sneaks in the back door and just RKO's Lee, and then runs over and pins the stunned Rollins and yep. gets the three count. And we got Orton versus Dmac once again at Clash of Champions. Yep. Which is what it needed to be. So oh, like, so I was fine with the ending. I thought that's the only reason I kind of didn't like uh, the format of Raw this week, or maybe it's because I only got the Hulu cut. Because all I really got to see was this tournament that had an obvious finish, but it did yield a lot of good matches. So it just depends on what kind of fan you are. Like if you if you love the actual matches, it had it had all good matches. Yeah, Lee versus Ziggler. Orton versus, well, Orton KO was really just a, uh, an event more than a match because Aleister Black uh, got in cahoots with Orton and attacked KO prior to the bell and then just fed him to the dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio is originally supposed to be uh, Rollins versus Ray, but Ray apparently got injured, kayfabe injury, so Dominic takes his place. Yeah. And Dominic. He, get, he, get, he gets a round of applause in my book because, damn, that kid has so much energy that you do not expect for a guy his size. Yeah. Like, Ray is about half his size. You expect him to be speedy. Yeah. But Dominic, man, he is flying. Yeah. He's so quick-paced. No, he is. He's doing a really good job, and it, I think he's being, you know, obviously helped by Seth more than we know, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So it's probably like it has a lot to do with Seth, but in, in any event, he looks fucking great. He's still yeah. he's still Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get two dollars off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code two. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Looks like a total... He's very green, obviously. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a little rough around the edges, as JR would say. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is, but uh, but you, you have to think he's been training to do this for a while. Yeah, I mean, like, his his on-mic work could be so much worse than it is. It's not, I am not even going to say it's bad, Eric. No, it's not it's, bad. It's, it's not great, but it's not bad. It's, it's media, like, 
There's potential there, young fella. Rumble, young man. Yeah, rumble. yeah rumble, young man. Rumble. Uh, so yeah, that so that was my only complaint with Raw was that kind of tournament scenario that you already knew the outcome, but oh well. Uh, I don't know if oh the only the only thing I got from Raw is uh, the hurt business. Like their shirts, dude, are terrible. I was about to say, did you want me to order a couple of pairs? <laughs> this pair, pair of jeans. Uh, yeah, just... I, mean, I, li- I like the colors, but the, the the font is terrible. Eric, are you in? No, I hate them. I I'm just I I'm disgusted by what they're doing to the hurt business. Have you seen that on the back though? It says I'm in. I know. I'm I'm not. Put me down for not in. I do like the black on gold. If you're gonna make a black T-shirt, might as well make the color scheme work. But yeah, the fun's got awful. It's just like it's stupid. Like they're they like it, it's just changed so much. Like that night that they destroyed the underground. Yeah. It was like okay, holy shit! Like we got some hardcore badasses on our hands. Yeah. Like these boys are not to be played with. Yeah. And they need to stay that way. They need to stay in suits. Like if they're not wrestling, they're in suits, in my opinion. I agree. And they're wearing and they're wearing jewelry. Like I want suits and gold chains. And they like business, they need to fly. Yeah, nice shoes, suits, gold chains, nice wristwatches, the whole deal. But now they're just out there in wrestling t-shirts. It's like no, dude. Like if you get them over, they'll people will buy the shirts. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. hate I hate the fact that they have to always be wearing the shirt yeah they're just always it's it's a chicken and the egg scenario Eric and yeah they always gotta wear their own t-shirts no matter how little time they spent on creating that t-shirt or if they just gave all creative design to just some jackass who could give a shit less about your character you know that could just be some fucking idiot up in uh, Connecticut being like, okay, I gotta make a hurt business design this week. What should I make? Yeah, I'm just gonna put my feet up all week long since I'm working from home, and then maybe just throw some with black and gold on it. That sounds like something they would want. It's just a lack of understanding of the character. Like these guys are supposed to be hardcore badasses. Do badasses wear that shirt? No. No, that's they, a good point. They don't. Good point. Like just just keep them looking badass, and then make the shirt badass, and then they can wear it on the way to the ring for a match or whatever you want to do. But if they're cutting promos, man, they should be in suits. Like they've fucked this up royally. I mean, I hope it changes. Cause like now, what do we got? We got the Raw Underground. It's just a total snooze fest. When it comes I, on, I don't, I don't understand its purpose really, except to expose people. Like, expose new faces. Like, this week yeah. we got a, a, a peek at Jessamine Duke and her friend. Yeah. And uh, 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 someone who I hadn't heard for a long time since, like, the Gronk. Oh, yeah, Riddick Moss. Yeah. Well, who, is he NXT? I don't know. I've heard, I was thinking the same thing. I've heard the name, but I don't know who the fuck that is. I think, I thought he was one of Gronk's pals, or, like, in with that crew. I don't know. I know. The only Gronk pal I knew of was uh, Mojo. Yeah, I thought he was friends with Mojo. for, Or maybe he just had a, either a tag team or a, a, 
a sandwich feed with Mojo. Maybe. The tag, uh, I remember Mojo and Zach, Roll- Zach uh, Ryder, obviously. Yeah. The Hype Brothers. They came through Peoria on several occasions. Of course they did. <laughs> but yeah, Raw Underground. I don't know if I would call it a snooze fest, but I have fallen asleep with it on before. <laughs> so yeah, confirmed snooze fest. Eric, you might... I, I don't know if you saw this on the Hulu cut of Raw... And you might be sadly disappointed, because I know I sure as shit was. Did you hear about a match between the Ride Squad and the Iconics? Oh yeah, no, I saw it. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. I saw that. So, you're going to have to help me out. So, the, the end product was that the Iconics are done. They have to split up. But why, wh- where did that happen? Was there, when does that stipulation get added? I don't know when it got added, but uh, it was just Ride Squad versus Iconics. Winner gets a uh, uh, shot at Nia and Shayna's tag team titles. Loser has to disband. So just a cheap ploy to give uh, Peyton Royce a singles push or something? Yeah, probably. <clears throat> Which is stupid, dude. That She's not ready for that. I mean, she could prove me wrong. What the fuck do I know? But I, I liked them as a tag team. I think they could have been a much... I think they could have been a good tag team. Yeah, they never got time to shine. They were always just a class clown. That's a damn shame. Yeah, because they actually... They had... See, what I love about a tag team is a, is a tag team move. You know? A, like, they did a lot of those. Yeah. Like, where they, they actually... Just pose. They gave us one last pose because they're feeling... I cut it. Yeah. They had like actual in-ring double-team moves that they used, you know, regularly. Yeah. And they like fit together perfectly, like not just the accents, but just like their whole personalities. Like they were, that was a solid-ass tag team. Well, I mean, they even said on the show they've been together for over a decade. Yeah, like that's a real legit tag team, so that's... Like, okay, I get it. Like, all tag teams are made to break up and give somebody a singles push. Like, that happens all the time, but... It, we never got to see them at their height. Like, they were champs once. You know, they won it in, let's see, WrestleMania 35, right? They were champs when no one gave a fuck about the women's tag team titles. Yeah. They were just buried. So, that's fucking... I was really disappointed by that. I don't think... Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe Peyton Royce single push is the thing to do. But then, like, that just always sucks. Because now, what, what's Billy Kay going to do? She's going to get fucking buried. Yep, fired probably eventually. <laughs> yeah, who knows? This is a sad reality of WWE wrestling. If a, if a tag team is broken up, someone's gonna... It's survival of the fittest. One of them's gonna float and the other's gonna sink. Yep, at least they started bringing uh, Tucky back into the foil. Like, Heavy Machinery's slowly oh, became a thing. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm glad to see that happened. Have we seen Mandy Rose lately? Not since uh, Sonya got kicked out. That's what I mean. No. Who was, uh, did you see they flaunted a new piece of ass coming, a new piece of ass coming to the WWE? Did you catch that vignette? I did not. (laughs) All of a sudden there's just like uh, purple and pink like smoke rolling Um, in. Yeah, just a pair of heels. Oh yeah, a sexy pair of gams. Yeah, a pair of heels. Um... (laughs) What, what are your guesses? Because I thought that was I just some, some bliss. Uh, 
starting to be part of uh, the Firefly Funhouse. I thought that was somehow related. No, because they've been they've been more heavy handed on that. I mean, they've shown her with her. She has pink dreads now. Yeah. So like that's obvious. West style. Yeah, that's obvious as shit. But there's no reason to. And she did, like this woman had legs like she's gonna be taller than Bliss. I don't know, dude. It's probably somebody new, but I have no idea. I don't know if it's a call up from NXT or who knows. Were you trying to mimic Chris Farley from uh, Billy Madison? What do you mean? What you said that is one hot piece <laughs> the of ace. Yeah, I was just doing like a bad like. Uh, yeah, basically, I, yeah, I was doing the Chris Farley. I think. Chris Farley slash any Midwestern yeah. uncle. Yeah. That is one hot piece of ace. <laughs> uh, I know. So, we'll see who the fuck that is. Was that on SmackDown or Raw? I can't remember. The the heels? Yeah, I think SmackDown. SmackDown. Okay. So, we got new women coming to SmackDown. Um, uh, other shit on SmackDown uh, we got a brouhaha a three way uh, who's the champ type of situation for the IC title that just got buried this got a terrible spot and because of it it was a terrible promo but we got Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn and AJ Styles building a feud yeah. and I'm down with that but AJ's a little above their level yeah he, he is uh but who knows? Sammy's doing like Sammy's doing a great job. I love his return. Oh, Sammy's great. I, I I love that he's back. I'm so glad he's back. He's got the good energy, man. He's got great energy. He's got high fucking energy. So like that's it's he he's fun to watch. I'm I'm cool with it. Like who knows, man? I'm just wondering like how much how much time is left on AJ's contract because I know like he publicly said that he's going to retire after this. So it's like, really? yeah, so it's like, are they going to give him one more? I don't know how long this contract lasts, but it'd be interesting to find out. Like, are they going to give him one more run with the belt? I'm sure they would. But like I said, I don't know when that expires, but yeah, he said he's done wrestling. Wow. Which is, that's it, a bummer, dude. It's a it's a bummer, but he's older than you think. Like he spent most of his career in small companies, not small. I think he'd but... go to part time before, like he pull a Cena before anything. Yeah, he, he's gonna he's gonna get that itch. I was gonna say Cena got the itch. Cena got the itch. Rock got the itch. It Triple happens. H gets the itch every single year at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the gang of gangs. Yeah, he'll get the itch, man. They, you know how that is. It's the same thing with athlete, any kind of entertainer. It's hard to walk away. Yeah. So, chances are it's not an official. You never know. Some people really retire, I guess, but we'll see. Uh, one more thing we got to get to, Eric, which, I mean, kind of saving it for the main event of topics, but the big dog. Yes. This is and the Paul main Heyman. It's definitely the main event. I loved. What'd you think of the the uh, performance at Payback? How they how they did that one? How they booked that one? I thought the uh, ring breaking was unnecessary. 
but Roman coming in at an opportune spot and just saying fuck you. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. I loved it, man. Well booked. Whoever booked that one, congratulations. Yeah, round of applause to them. Yeah, I will. I will. Whoever booked the Roman Reigns segment, um, fantastic fucking job. And, of course, it didn't... So, for anybody who didn't did not watch Payback, or it's just a casual fan and listening to this, uh, so basically they had a, a contract dispute on the SmackDown before Payback. Where it was, it wasn't, Roman never signed it, okay? He's he's a little weary. And it turned out that his, uh, what is Paul Heyman calling himself? His, uh, something advisor. Business mentor? No, but it's, it's not the advocate, which makes sense. You don't want to make it the same as Brock, but I can't remember. Something is a mentor and advisor, something like that. Anyway, Roman's we'll get the title right. Yeah, we'll we get we'll a promo or two, and we'll get it down. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Uh, Roman uh, has a new advisor in Paul Heyman, and they didn't sign the fucking contract. But Roman did say he'd be there and he would be in the match. Contract is never signed. So on Payback, it was kind of the same thing, which I didn't see all of Payback. So correct me if I'm wrong, but they probably just kind of. Uh, talked about that throughout the evening how Roman has to sign the contract I'm assuming I mean they never really showed much of Roman not signing but yeah it was implied uh, that was implied once he didn't show up okay. like Ron and Bray started fighting and you're like okay well where's Roman and five ten minutes go by you're like okay where's Roman and then he just comes out with a book in hand yep <laughs> Paul Heyman by his side yep Paul Heyman and Roman come out towards the end of the match after all havoc has been wreaked. The classics, the spot that nobody cares about anymore where the ring breaks. Uh, but I, I will salute Charles Robinson for literally backflipping over the ropes. Did you catch that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's become almost a necessity when you do do the ring break. The referee has to ragdoll himself. Whee! Yeah, and he he was struggling. He 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 did like a Shawn Michaels style sell where it was totally ridiculous. Like he was trying so hard to get out of that fucking ring, but he got out. So um, they do the ring collapse spot, which was like a superplex. Bray was superplexing Braun. Ring collapses in the same exact fashion that it always does. Yep, one corner just buckles. That's like another part of it that annoys me. And I understand like it's wrestling, like I'm being a total douchebag, but like they, <laughs> they they use the same like, you know, somebody designed this breakaway ring and they use it every time and it breaks the same exact way every time they do this. Yeah. But whatever. Anyway, and then Charles Robinson backflips over the ropes for dramatic sell. Yeah. And then the big dog's music hits right after that, right? Yeah. And then he comes out, signs the uh, signs the contract. Him, him and Paul Heyman come out. He signs the contract and flicks the pen, which I thought was a great touch. Oh, the pen flick! The pen. It's like a bat flip in baseball. Yeah, it's, a, it's he, crucial. Yeah, he basically dropped his nuts into Bray Wyatt's mouth right there with, <laughs> with, with that single pen flick. Like you're done. And then, really and then he goes in there and he wins. Uh, so you could say, like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but 
it's one of those moments in wrestling where you have to play along. Like it's it fits the story to do this. Like you could say like why in every triple threat match doesn't one guy do this? You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make sense that he could just sign the contract halfway through the match and enter in. Yeah. But whatever. <clears throat> it was fucking great, man. It was it was well executed. Roman's a great heel. Like he he looks mean and annoying and like he's really pulling this off. Oh, it's 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 surreal. Like we are given Seth like Seth Rollins was a good face, not quite as good as Roman. He wasn't the super face. And then Seth went heel when Roman left. And Seth's been doing a great job of being the Monday Night Messiah. Roman comes back. He's like, anything you can do, I can do better, dude. Yeah. And he's proving it. Like, holy shit. Right out the gate, I'm like, okay, Roman's the ultimate heel in Mm -hmm. WWE right now. He's good. I mean, he's getting the big rub from Paul. Yeah. I mean, that helps a lot, obviously. Like, if... If Rollins had Paul, I, the the coin might be turned a little bit. Yeah. And uh, by the way, Brock Lesnar is a free agent as well. I don't know if you knew that. I was wondering what was going on there. He doesn't have like, a he, behind the curtain. I didn't know if he was in a classic contract dispute. No, he's just his contract expired, and there's. All the classic rumors that you hear, so who knows what the fuck. I mean, it's not even really worth entertaining. You, you've heard uh, Braun ver- or Brock versus uh, John Jones, jo- John Bones Jones in the UFC. Uh, uh, UFC. So you hear that, that? That fake shit? That fake shit. You hear about that, and then you hear about AEW, of course, and... If I had to guess, I'd probably... I, if, if I was a betting man, I'd say he's just going to do absolutely nothing until crowds come back. You know what I mean? He doesn't... Why would he go to the UFC? Like, why would he go to the UFC? He, it's like... he's He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. He's already proved it. Like, he can do that. Yeah. Who cares? I'd rather go back to my farm in Canada and milk my cows. Yeah, do what he has to do. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. To put food on the table. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just don't... I, I bet you... I guarantee you he does nothing until, like, crowds get back and then he probably re-signs the WWE. I mean, it's the most... I mean, if you're him, that's what you do. You work like four times a year. You make a bunch of money. Like it doesn't make any sense to do anything else. No, that now that you mentioned the crowd factor, yeah, he, I don't think he comes back till Rumble or WrestleMania, and that's only if the crowds have returned by then. But yeah. I think he does eventually. Like when he comes back to whatever he's coming back to, it's going to be the WWE. Yeah. Why would you go fight John Jones? Like, he's widely regarded as the best person to ever do that. And why would you go to AEW? Like, you're w- you are WWE loyalist at this point. I mean, they can... And AEW is the lesser product. Yeah. But he is a money guy. But he is a time guy as well. So, unless they can offer him more money, which I'm sure they could, or equal, they could probably do the same. I mean, they got money. But can they guarantee the same shit that Vince guarantees them? Like, four four days a year type of shit? No, dude. 
I am anti-AEW. Good for Jericho. I'm glad he, like, Jericho's goal was to, you know, help the up-and-comers get going. But I hate AEW. John Moxley slash Ambrose. Let's turn back into Ambrose and bring it back to WWE. Till then, stay off my radio shows. Chris Jericho, I can't say a damn word bad about you. Good for you for getting them started, but bail out. Take a break. Put your feet up. Drink some beers. Play a few rock songs. And then make your way back to WWE for your retirement. Yeah, he probably will. But then again, I'm a W. I'm like Taker, dude. I've always been a, a huge loyalist. Yeah. I didn't like the WCW vibes coming from AEW because <laughs> I'm that much of a loyalist, you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not so much of a loyalist, but I haven't. I don't have cable, so I haven't watched enough to judge it. I like that. Sure, I, I haven't watched it since the pandemic. I like that. Uh, that MJF dude. I bet you, and he's got a thing going with Moxley right now, and I bet you that's pretty good. Like, I'm sure they have good shit. Like, I mean, they must have something good. I I don't know. Or it could just be all the WWE haters sucking that nipple. Well, it's, it's like like you've said before, it's kind of a spot fest. Well, yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, it's highly entertaining because there's not that kayfabe, oh, I'm stunned, I need to lay here for 10 seconds just like you do your move and then I'm gonna pop up and I'm gonna give you a stunner but wait I got a power bomb yeah and it's hilarious that JR commentates like he's the announcer and he hates that shit yeah it's not it's just not logical yeah if, you, if everybody's just gonna be doing a million flips and then the guy that gets hit gets up in one second like how are we supposed to believe that this is a this is a fight yeah it's just a bunch of acrobatics but, but that's AEW. That's 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 my uh, bi-monthly AEW rant. <laughs> I'll be back they, in two months to hate on it again. They have a pay-per-view, I think, this weekend. Cool. I'm not paying fifty bucks for your shit. No. Nope. They got to figure it out, man. Yeah, get get a network package, and I'm still not paying nine ninety five for your shit. No. We got a new Hulu. We got a new Roku in, the, in our bedroom, so now I can watch. Uh, I can actually. We got some new gear, man, so I can actually watch the network in my bedroom. That's nice with your feet up, huh? <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's the ultimate luxury. Yeah. What is uh? What is uh? Our predictions? How'd they go? For payback. Our predictions from payback. Yeah. I know you got the upper... Eric's been on a roll lately on predictions. He has taken over. Um, Eric, you went 7 for 8 on payback matches. The only match you didn't get right was the Sasha Bailey tag team match. I went 5 for 8. Okay. I had had Apollo winning over Bobby Lashley for the U.S. title, which he did not. And I had uh, the King Baron Corbin defeating Matt Riddle, which he did not. As well as Sasha and Bailey winning. Okay. So yeah, you've taken a a f- four match lead over me total. Okay, and the next pay per view is Clash of Champions, and I don't know when that is. Uh, three weeks out. Okay, that's coming up quick. Yeah, around the same time as our season three, I think. Nice. Our season three premiere will either be the pre or post show. 
Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, should we actually make good on our promise and get Bork on the line? Or does anyone still give a damn? No, let's call him. I think it was called Gamora, and then maybe we can find the history on, is that a real city, or is that a, what, what the fuck is that? Why have I heard that? Yeah, let's give him a call. Let's hopefully, let's hope he has some info. Oh, he'll know. <laughs> uh, we, we talked about it. He, he said it already. Oh, okay. I just can't remember what he said. I think it's called Gamora. Okay, well, let's, we're gonna, we're gonna cold call his ass here. Yeah. He might be taking a snooze, who knows? Or a poo. It's a Sunday, it's Labor Day weekend, Sunday afternoon, you never know what people are up to. Yeah. I'm about to get my AC fixed because I'm getting hot man breath right now. Yeah, you gotta call him, man, fuck him. That's yeah, part. it just got a lot harder doing this podcast, that's, for sure. That's part of the, the gig, man, you know? Here's Bork, we're waiting, waiting, waiting. <laughs> This is like a three-way FaceTime call. It's pretty... Huh? What's up, dude? <laughs> What's up? Well, the thing is, we couldn't remember uh, where Scorpion King took place. We thought it, I, I thought it was called Gamora. Am I right? Yeah, the big city was Gamora. But I don't know if that was the king, the king's kingdom or if that was like a neighboring city, but... Gamora's like the place where they're having fun, like, they go back and, uh, God, what do they do in Gamora? <laughs> what do they do in Gamora? Sorry, you caught me making eggs. Uh, oh, yeah? I'm going to cold call on you. You making a scrambled or what? Uh, yeah, I'm doing a scrambled. Better put some milk in that. Nah, I don't burn them. Are you, I, how, I, I, I keep them wet. Do you, how do you make your eggs, Bork? Do you put anything in them or just go eggs? Just go eggs and then at the end add the pepper and salt on the top. Oh, hell yeah. A little S&P. A little, you, cheese, a little cheese if I'm feeling feisty or if I bought the cheese. Dude, you should go to fucking Farm and Fleet and buy a couple of chickens. Live chickens? Yeah, that, that property used to be a chicken farm. That's true. I'd say we could go back to it. Yep, that way, dude, you'd have so many eggs on hand. Just get six or seven chickens. But, uh, yeah, Scorpion King, that, that city was called Gamora. Do you know the kingdom? Or the fictitious kingdom, at least? No, I think he, that was probably the kingdom he ruled over. Yeah, so is that, my question is, where have I heard that name before? Uh, biblical. It was like, those are real towns, like Sodom and Gomorrah. That's what it is. So that's what I've heard. So what's Sodom and Gomorrah? That's those are two towns. It was an old biblical story. Oh, I'm gonna get this so wrong. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's one of like I think like God smited one of the towns and like told like one family to leave and like gave them warning. Allegedly, like, they're basically fleeing while everyone is turning to like stone or salt or something. And okay. How do I, think the wife, I think the wife turned around and, like, she was dead and they had to leave her, like, she turned to salt. I don't know. I'm making this up. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. They would leave a dead bitch and just throw salt on her. This is not a factual wrestling podcast. <laughs> no. Jeff, how do you not, you don't remember these names? No, no, Eric. I, I, might, I might have gone to church for years, but that doesn't mean I paid attention to the Old Testament shit. I thought... Oh, yeah. I thought and you knew also, a little bit. Sorry, Eric. 
Oh, nothing. I was just saying, I thought he knew a little bit about religion more than that. I didn't know Bork... Not, not the Old Testament. That's definitely Old Testament stuff. I didn't know I, Bork was I a religious expert. I, it's been 20 years since I've been to church, so... It's but, coming back to me. One town was good, one town was bad. Sodom was bad. That's where all the heathens lived. They were... They were fucking each other and sodomy. I was going to say... Crazy pagan God I was going to say more that. like sodomize. You're, I was going to say that. I think that's where that term comes yeah. from in Latin, maybe. But oh. I, think, I think Gomorrah was like the good city or something like that, maybe. Yep. Sodomize your 12-year-old boy on a Sunday afternoon. You know. You know what I mean? The good old times. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Well, that's all we needed, Bork. We'll, we'll let you get back to eating your eggs. Thank you, boys. All right, later, later on, bro. Thanks, Bert. Later, Jeff. All right, that was uh, very inf- inf- informative. I didn't know Bork was our uh, religious expert, but apparently he is. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I had no. Well, actually, he went to. Uh, didn't he go to a Catholic school? No, he was. Uh, he was Lutheran, and he, there's no Catholic school involved. He went no. He just went to a church, and maybe maybe a little uh, Sunday school for like confirmation around eighth grade. No, I don't know if you're right. I think he went to a, I think he went to a private school at one point. I don't. Know. I think he went to. He, a, I mean, he knows his Old Testament. Yeah, he he was pretty sharp on that one. All right, Jeff. Well, I gotta get out of here pretty soon. Is there anything else we got? wrestling no i think we basically covered all the bases we i don't like how both shows just said okay yeah here's the tournament for the uh title and then smackdown rebuttal like well we got a tournament f7 it's gonna be a fatal four-way instead of triple threat yeah oh, dude the clash of champions three weeks away let's fucking slow milk this yeah but well, besides that that's what we forgot all, all good things from wrestling this week that's... I, I, I like the directions they are going in yeah, no, it was a good week, but that's what we forgot. We forgot to say that uh, Jay Uso ended up getting inserted. He ended up getting inserted into that match to determine uh, number one contender. Was it number one contendership? Yes, yeah, see, the Fatal 4-Way on SmackDown, winner faces Roman Reigns at Clash of Champions. It was originally ske- scheduled to be Matt Riddle. Um, fuck, I'm drawing a blank. Big E... Matt Riddle. Who are the other two? Um, Sheamus. 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 And uh, Corbin. Baron Corbin, yeah. So, I mean, when you see that lineup at the beginning of the show, you're like, oh my God. And then Paul Heyman says, one of them will be the sacrificial lamb. I'm like, you're not joking. There's no way any of those guys can beat him. Yeah. But then... Seamus blindsides Big E, who thinks Xavier Woods is pulling up for... Because uh, Xavier Woods is about to return. I was disappointed huh. we didn't get to see him. Okay. what I didn't uh, I didn't get any of that. What, they're hinting his return? No, he was set to return, and also he was going to be on uh, Talking Smack or whatever the post-Smackdown show is. Mm-hmm. And it was also his birthday. So some security guard came up and told Big E at the start of the night, Hey... Uh, Xavier's here, so you see Big E take nice. the cake and start to walk it out to the parking lot. As he turns the door out in the parking lot, Seamus just fucking jumps his ass. 
Okay. And starts beating on him and uh, throwing him into the garage. And then he gives him a slam or a DDT, some type of move, right onto the windshield of the car. Big E suffers severe lacerations and possible internal uh, injuries. So he will not compete. And they were, you know, they're saying, we'll figure out who's going to be his replacement for the match. And the whole night I'm thinking, oh, it's, it's obviously going to be Xavier. But then all of a sudden they threw Jey Uso in, checking in on Roman. This furthers Roman's heel character because he's distancing himself from Jay. Jay's like, hey, I've been trying to get a hold of you. He's like, no, nah, dude, I'm good. Just let me do my thing. <laughs> yeah. And I love how he had his phone on his lap. It was yeah. it was such a small heel touch, but it's so it's so classic heel. Like he didn't give a fuck about this bullshit. No, he's just chilling back in the cut. He's on his phone, hanging out. But yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, a, th- Jay was inserted into the match, and he came up with a big frog splash at an opportune time. Uh, Riddle had just slammed either Corbin or Sheamus, one of the two, and then right after he did that. Jey Uso popped a frog splash on Matt Riddle, got the pin, and we got family, cousins going at it at Clash of Champions, Jey Uso versus Roman, and this is, this is great for furthering the heel storyline. Oh yeah, it's You gotta up. desert your family. Of course. When you become a heel. This is day one shit. Yeah, desert the fam. For sure. I love it. I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was a great decision, and it came out of nowhere. Like you said, you didn't... Ex- and I swear, I might have missed it, but I don't think they showed us uh, Sheamus beating down Big E. Which, you'd think they'd have to squeeze that into the Hulu Cup. Maybe I missed it, I don't know, but I don't remember that. It was near the top of the show. It was like right after the Heyman promo. Really? Yeah. And they didn't show it then. That is that is really dumb. That is, because they had like a, they, they interviewed Adam Pearce asking, like, what's the update? Does he have a replacement? And Adam's just like, we're, we're working on it. We'll figure it out. Okay. But yeah, they, they, they had multiple segments like devoted to the setup of Jey Uso getting into this match. Hell yeah. Okay, well, that's good, man. I, I like that. That's going to be a... Obviously, Roman's going to win that match, but like you said, it just furthers the heel character. Like, this man's going to beat down his own cousin. He's, uh, he's lost his damn mind. Oh, yeah. What, one really quick thing, Eric. You wonder as a wrestling fan why this doesn't happen more, but Heavy Machinery had a match against Miz and Morrison. Did you watch this? No. Okay, so they had a match. I wasn't really watching. I was making fajitas. But uh, Heavy Machinery won the match, but John Morrison straight up stole the Money in the Bank briefcase. Oh, and he's all excited yeah. that he got the briefcase. Later in the show... Uh, Otis, like Tucker's like, Otis, what what the hell? He's got your briefcase. And Otis like, he, I don't care. I don't keep the contract in that briefcase. I keep in this little lunch pail. He's got a miniature money in the bank lunch pail type of thing. Yeah. And Tucker's like, so what do you keep in the briefcase? And they pop to Ms. Morrison. And it's basically just his lunch pail. He's yeah. got a half-eaten sandwich in there. Yeah. And then and Morrison. More, yeah, he's about to take a bite. Yeah, I did see that. I, I think I think that match was on the Hulu cut. Actually, now that I think about it, but I remember the aftermath for sure. Yeah, he almost eats I, the sandwich, and Miz tells him not to. I just thought that was funny because you wonder, like, yeah, why doesn't the? I mean, they keep carrying the briefcase around with them absolutely everywhere they go. Yeah, 
Why are people jacking it more often? I just, I don't know. He's going to be one of those ones that they carry the briefcase for, like, almost the whole year. Oh, yeah. For sure, because, like, who's he going to cash it in on? Fucking Drew McIntyre or... Not Roman, not yeah. D-Mac. Yeah, are you kidding me? I mean, if he does, he's a fool. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right. Well, I think I think that about does it. Yeah. Thank thank you to the Belgians. Thank you to the Americans. Do we have any other countries, Eric? Uh, there was a. Where did I tell you there was a strong following in? I I just closed out the SoundCloud, so I can't check. There was another weird one a couple weeks ago. I was gonna but, say I know we have some Bay Area people. Oh no! It was Ireland had a had a had a good following. Oh yeah. Probably because of my pro Becky remarks, but yeah. <laughs> I thank you too. You have a beautiful country. Absolutely. Thanks to everyone who's listening. Tell a friend, as we always say, and check us out Tell on yeah. check us out on Spotify. Now we're fucking. Oh yeah, Spotify. Maybe next week I'll have it somewhere else. You know, now that I found out it's easy, maybe I'll have it somewhere else. You know, I don't even know where I'm else. Over. I don't know where else people listen. Google Play or something. I'll put it on there. Yeah, we're like roaches, baby. Yeah. Always living. Never, Never dying. dying. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't understand. Start calling it. Now I don't understand. Good. Okay. This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 